Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Good morning, everyone. A um, little bit of housekeeping out of the way. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, if you have enjoyed it over the past 45 episodes, if you've learned even one thing, hopefully you have, <laughs> in the past 45 episodes, um, my, my biggest ask um, would be to write a review um, or just simply review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, it, it helps with the algorithms on those platforms to get the podcast in front of new people um, when they're searching for things like personal finance podcast or investing podcast or things like that. So that would be a big, big deal for for us. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, answering Reddit episode here. Um, so we'll get right into it here. Um, the title of the post is, What's the best thing to do before a inflation? <laughs> Not the best grammar. Um, but what's the best thing to do before um, inflation happens? Maybe that'd be a better way of saying it. Um, and the poster writes, I'm 25 years old from Germany and have saved up 20,000 pounds, which is 12,000K in my bank account and 8K in my portfolio. I started reading a lot of articles stating that an inflation might be coming, and I was thinking about putting more money in ETFs and stocks. I also will be moving to another city in a few months for my new job, and the worst that could happen that I couldn't afford or would lose a lot of money when buying new furniture. I don't know what to do at this moment. Uh, fair question. You know, I think we've seen the prices of goods and services increase, especially in certain industries. Used car market right now is absolutely nuts. Um, cost for building materials is crazy. Um, it seems like things are getting more expensive uh, every month, every day. Real estate is, is absolutely bananas right now in most places. Um, so asking this question of, you know, what can I do with my money to hedge against inflation? Um, so I think it's first important to understand what inflation is. Um, inflation is simply the cost of goods and services increasing um, year over year. And what that does is it makes our dollar less powerful. Okay. Um, the perfect example is, you know, you could buy a house and I, I don't even know the exact dollar amounts. So I'm not going to pretend that I do these. This is just for uh, using it as an example. You know, maybe you could buy a house in, you know, 1900 for $5,000. Okay, but now that same house might cost $250,000 or $300,000, right? So that just shows you that the power of your money um, decreases as time moves on. If you have $5,000 right now, you're not buying any type of house. You're not buying dirt um, that the house sits on, okay? Um, so also one thing that's important to remember is inflation happens every year, um, it's just right now there are feelings that um, inflation is going to happen at an increased rate. Okay, so typically inflation is between two and three percent a year, I believe. Um, but when it starts to get crazy and when you start to really, well, you always need to be thinking about inflation, but when it becomes something that you really, really, really need to pay attention to is when we start seeing numbers um, like five percent or six percent. I mean, something, something pretty crazy, you know, where the cost of goods and services are increasing by those amounts. 
And what I would say is you have to be smart with your money and you have to have your money work for you. That's the only way to be successful. If you have $10,000 and you just keep it in a savings account and it never accrues any interest, well, that money is becoming less valuable every single year because the costs of goods and services are increasing at the rate that they are. So we think to ourselves, well, what can we do with our money um, to make it not lose all of its value um, by sitting in a savings account? Well, there's a few things that you can do. Investing is is an absolute, um, in my opinion, must to consider, right? So we want to find investment vehicles um, that are low in risk. And again, every every investment has some inherent risk to it, but that's that's lower in risk, that's well diversified, that outpaces inflation so that at least we are gaining ground, not losing ground. Okay. Um, some of the things that I personally do are invest in really simple things like the poster talked about, um, ETFs and index funds, broad market funds that mimic the um, certain markets. Okay, so maybe you buy an ETF that mimics the S&P 500, um, which typically sees an increase of 7 to 10% each year, right? So we're outpacing inflation. We're outpacing that normal 2 to 3%, um, you know, in a, in a hyperinflation era, maybe that 4 to 5%. We're outpacing that, so we're gaining ground. Some other things that typically outpace inflation is real estate, right? Owning real estate, owning investment properties, Another thing that typically outpaces inflation is allocating that money toward uh, a business, starting a business, purchasing a business. Um, just think about ways that your money can actually work for you. Okay, think about ways that your money can actually work for you. Your money does not work for you when it's just sitting in a normal, regular old savings account. So educating yourselves on starting a business or purchasing a business or investing in a business or investing in the stock market, um, investing and in, even in things like bonds or things that are a little bit more um, low risk, um, things that have returns each year that are outpacing normally two to three percent in a hyperinflation state, you know, maybe four to five percent is what you need to start educating yourself on and start executing on. Okay. Um, also, you know, I always recommend that people do have a an emergency fund, right? And in coming inherent with having an emergency fund is having a lump of money sitting there that can be accessed if an emergency does happen. You don't necessarily want to just keep that emergency fund in a regular savings account because a regular savings account, say at your credit union or your bank like Bank of America, um, typically only has an interest rate of 0.01% each year. Um, so what I do to try to stave off the effects of inflation with my emergency fund is invested in a high-yield savings account. Now, a high-yield savings account does not outpace inflation, and I'm very much aware of that, um, but it does get typically a higher rate of return than what you will find with a normal savings account. Um, you can find ones out there, I believe, I haven't checked in the past month or so, um, but you can find some high yield savings accounts that are at about 0.5%. So again, we're not outpacing that 2 to 3% or that 4 to 5% that we've talked about in the episode, but it's better than a regular savings account. Um, what I have really enjoyed keeping my, um, keeping my emergency fund in is the high-yield savings account that Yada Savings provides. And I talk about Yada a lot. Um, not only have I seen great returns, um, their baseline interest rate is 0.2%. 
Okay, so um, better than what your actual savings account is going to do. Um, but they also gamify it because they do weekly drawings um, every week, like I said, which is, I guess, weekly drawings, that's what that means. Um, they have weekly drawings where you can, quote unquote, win money. Um, and sometimes it's only a few cents or a dollar. Um, sometimes, you know, there have been winners that have won $200, $300, um, $1,000. The winnings can total up to a million dollars, or I believe it's $10 million, actually. Um, and the way that it works is you get more tickets into every drawing based off of how much money you have in that account, in that savings account. And those tickets are recurring every week. So it's really fun. It kind of engages you with your savings. It motivates you to save because you want to have more money in there so you can get more tickets. Um, and I found that the interest rate on my money to be pretty healthy, um, pretty healthy, far outpacing, um, you know, even just that 0.5% um, that most... Um, that most high yield savings accounts can bring. Um, if you're interested in the out of savings, I got to put this plug here um, in the show notes below. Um, you can you'll find a link there if you use that link and use code Millennial when signing up for Yada Savings, um, you will get a hundred tickets into the first week's drawing. Very very cool. Um, and if you would like a review, um, one of my reviews of Yada Savings, um, you can find that on the website www.millennialecon.com. But suffice it to say, you know what I would say to this poster is figure out and educate yourself on ways for your money to start working for you, um, some sort of investment um, that you can throw your money at so that you're outpacing inflation, so that your money isn't working against you, that you start getting your money working for you. This is how the wealthy manage their money. This is how the wealthy have become wealthy, um, and you should definitely, in my opinion, and again, I'm no financial advisor, uh, but you know what I have done for myself, I have learned those principles and implemented them in my life. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon.